0: Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, hosted by Craig Phillips and Jeff Torrey. Visit us at FantasyFootballProfit.com. And now your hosts, Craig and Jeff. Welcome everybody back to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast with Craig and Jeff here again. And there's no football this weekend, so that was kind of a disappointment. We're really into the offseason now. And how was your weekend, Jeff? Anything exciting going on? (laughs)
1: <laughs> good, good.
0: Nope, yeah, no football, nothing really to talk about that one. <laughs> no, nothing much going on anymore, is there? <laughs> no. It's kind of, we got plenty to talk about here in this show because, I mean, that's what we do. Just talk about football all year round. There's never enough fantasy football talk. It can go on and uh, we might talk about every player by the time we're done with this. I mean, I got some, some good John Kuhn talk coming up in like three weeks. Ready for that? that will be some good stuff marrying some Aaron Ripkowski. That's about what we're going to get into. But no, today, talk about our breakout players. I got a top 10 list. I kind of we did this list. I believe it was sometime back in November, I made a top 5 list of some breakout players, and I believe three of the players that were on my list at that time are actually still on my list, but a couple have dropped out. One actually up to right now has dropped off the list because he's Tyree Kill. I don't know really if like you can consider he can't be a breakout player for next year, he already broke out. I mean I can't put him back on the list, so I took him off of it. It Made sense on the old list. (laughs) Yeah, and that one at the time it did, but he's beyond that point now, so I don't have him on the list. You know, you get a lot of these you know, second, third year guys kind of thing, waiting to see which one's gonna break out and become that next star player. There's always somebody. It's just trying to pick try to figure out who that guy is. But We'll go through that list in just a bit. but I figured we might as well talk about a little football news here before we get into that list. How about that? Jeff, Victor Cruz is officially released from the Giants. Does that even matter much to you at all?
1: No. It's a, it's a sad <laughs> day, though. I like, I like Victor Cruz. It's too bad that he can not stay
0: with the Giants, but it didn't make a whole lot of sense for him, let's he's, be honest. Number the number three guy, yeah. he's Too age, many injuries. He's just not the same. He, he might catch on somewhere, but he's not going to be... No. Fantasy relevant. He hasn't been fantasy relevant. No. There also looks like they're going to be releasing Rashad Jennings here. So that hasn't that that officially happened, but they're going to well, be releasing him. And that lends well. to
1: your—I uh, b- I believe you put um, uh, uh, what is his name? Who am I looking for here? Paul Perkins. Thank you, Paul Perkins, yep. on your list of people to watch. You thought he yep. was going to get the the first shot at least of yep. being the the bell cow there. So. That, that's interesting. Without a Rashad Jennings, he's, he really has open reign. You never know if they're gonna draft someone, pick someone else up, but it's, right now it, it definitely moves his
0: stock in the in you know no, it definitely upward does. trajectory. Rashad Jennings, I mean, he's never really it's never, too bad. he's never got it done. He's just yeah. been that guy that you draft maybe thinking he's gonna do something. He doesn't at the beginning of the year. He has stretches where he's done okay, but I think his days as a starting running back are done. He's gonna have to catch on somewhere as a backup and I mean, you might shoot. He might be a guy that will be a waiver wire pickup late in the year if the starter goes down and he's able to fill in, but mm-hmm. don't he's not going to get a job anywhere. It doesn't really look like it. Got some other ones. James Starks was released finally. The Packers got rid of Starks. so which is uh, he's been well, there for a while. I was but. Say,
1: obviously restructuring their backfield because they can't really <laughs> release too many running backs because no. they have <laughs> none. But so that just shows you that um, one. My guess is. I don't know what's going to happen to Montgomery, but he's going to be in the mix. But I think, it, it makes yeah. me believe that Lacey is a guaranteed target that me they're too. going to go after. I think he'll be back. And I have a feeling they're, they're going to try to draft someone late, too. Wouldn't surprise me. They're going to try to get some depth there. I just think that they see
0: Starks and doesn't they don't see a whole lot of upside. Yep. Yep. Other news, Carson Palmer's officially coming back. There was a little speculation that he might maybe decide to retire. He's 36 Palmer. years old, but he's going to come back. I think that's good news for David Johnson, and Fitzgerald, and John Brown. I think without, if Palmer wouldn't have returned, I mean, it, no matter basically who they got in there, unless they were getting Romo or something, it would have been a downgrade. So I think that's good news for David Johnson, who, other news, looks like his rehab's going well from his knee injury week 17. He should be perfectly fine start the year. No worries there. And then also some other news here, the last little bit of news. It looks like the Raiders are, looks like they're going to move on from Latavius Murray is the news out there. It looks like they're going to let him go.
1: That's For a sure. very interesting he's, one.
0: You know, he's a free agent, and people kept thinking he'd probably still come back. But no, it looks like he's going to move on. Where is that going to be? That's that, that, the interesting one. That is, <laughs> um very well, we had just talked about running yep. backs. That, that one surprises me
1: because that means you're going to have to figure out who you want to give the bulk of the load to, with I assume one of the two they already have. Richard right? and Washington, yeah. yeah. Which, I mean, is a very cool duo to have. But at the same time, I feel like they're very similar, very small backs. Yep. And Latavius Murray is gonna definitely get some get some love from another team.
0: I'm just wondering who's the best landing spot. It's I don't know. It, there's I mean, there's teams that could use the running backs. I mean, Packers we say it could, but I don't mm-hmm. see I don't see them spending free agents on somebody. Philadelphia maybe. Was like they're gonna probably move on from Matthews and Sproles. Maybe Tampa. You know, those are just some. Maybe the Giants here. Maybe they want maybe Murray's. Maybe they don't sold on Perkins. Yeah. I mean, there's there's options out there. It's gonna be interesting to see. And coming up here the next month or two when these free agents really start moving on, we'll have a good couple of shows with that. There's going to be a lot of a lot of talk on that.
1: And, uh, yeah, it looks like, um, I was just reading today, too, that it looks like Elshon Jeffrey, it looks like one of the main suitors is going to be
0: Philadelphia. Yep, that's I saw that as well, Which, yeah.
1: That, I mean, what do you think of that? That could be interesting. I would really like
0: that. Carson Wentz with... You know, if they have Jordan Matthews out there yet, with right Elshon number one, Matthews
1: yep. moving to a two, and then you can put probably like finally put Aguilar in a place where he could do yeah, some damage. It's true. It's very interesting. Carson Wentz, he impressed me the first year, so I, I, it looks like he has all the tools. If you put someone like Elshon with him, I yep. think he could take that next jump. Not saying that jumps him, you know, in the top ten for me yet,
0: but um, if someone that you know you might want to grab in the late round some others, news. we all kind of free and we're starting to get these talk about who's going to be released, who's not, you know, who they're going to let go is the Rams looks like they're going to let um Kenny Britt go as a free agent. They're not going to try to re-sign him. Oh, Kenny. <laughs> I can see that. I mean, they're a young team that needs they they need to get young and Britt's not well, that young receiver. Well, this
1: was his best year too, I believe. Yep. Or at least close to it and I mean, that, if that's really his if that's the top,
0: yep. But you know, that's in the, in the article about this, which I, I would think they're moving on from Britt because they want to get younger and, mm. and that kind of thing. They need to. But the the article says they might be looking elsewhere, maybe at Deshaun Jackson or Pierre Garçon. Oh, dear God. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, just get younger. Don't go out. No, you, they're not like a player away from winning right now. They just Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Don't pay a bunch of money to those guys. No. but I mean, Britt could catch on somewhere and be a good number two or three receiver for a team. Yeah. It could have good yeah. fantasy value. It just depends on where he goes. Yeah, as long as he's willing to take a little bit less money. Yeah, you know, which I think he probably had. He, he get a decent deal off of that good year. Yeah. Um. Looks like people are saying the um, Patriots might be calling around trying to shop Garoppolo, and Texans might be one of those options. Wow. Dear Texas, <laughs> why? You
1: break my heart. It's
0: such a bad idea. Like, really. I mean, they, it, they that's what they seem to do is go for these guys, like, just these unproven... You know Quarterbacks like that it's, It seems to be a thing they, they like to do a lot Did they do that With Matt Schaub even He was actually a good Player for them for years Yeah But he was an unproven Backup again
1: Yeah He yeah. actually Yeah, He, turned he out did turn out, out alright So
0: they thought they, thought they could do it again With Osweiler This is how
1: The rich keep getting richer And New England Is amazing At turning these guys That are Probably just average players into yep. draft picks and they're, you know, nothing crazy but like third round draft picks and then they wait and they get these guys that they develop yep. and then they have these teams and they win the Super Bowl. So, it's just another example of this and um, they can because obviously Brady says he wants to play forever. so Yeah, so they're just going to keep Turning these guys
0: around, it looks like. And then the last
1: one, did you see the whole Romo, Tyrod Taylor, Buffalo thing? I really didn't know. I didn't <laughs> actually do this. I just saw it, but they were um they're speculating that Buffalo might part ways with Tyrod Taylor. Okay. And they yeah. they might pick hmm. up Romo because they can afford his sell Romo with Sammy Watkins and Lashawn McCoy. It's and interesting, it right? It is interesting. It's a landing spot I did not see because I didn't think they were going to part with Tyrod Taylor. I thought they kind of found uh,
0: they found someone they wanted to work with. I mean, so. you think about the Bills there. Yeah, they, they You don't think of them as this great offensive team, but LaShawn McCoy is one of the best running backs in the league. Sammy Watkins could be a top receiver if he ever gets healthy. They have Robert Woods out say, there Robert as well. Woods could
1: possibly make another jump because Romo's gonna, he, he's not going to run it like Ty mm, Tyrod. Charles so. Clay's a pretty solid decent tight end too that's a really interesting one I I like your pickup with the tight end because he could be one of those to slip into the top 10 no problem if Romo went,
0: wins Romo's going to be the interesting one I mean there's so many options where he could go and he could be man it's going to be interesting to see what happens it really is Still, Denver would be nice. I think that'd be the the best spot, but I don't know if they'll do, do it. Too. I don't know if that's what they're going to go for. If I was, I,
1: Denver makes the most sense to me, but I don't. I don't know if the numbers make sense. I haven't Yo. looked at them.
0: Well, before we get into the top ten, let's just remind everybody to go follow us on Twitter at the FF Profit. Check us out at FantasyFootballProfit.com. You know, make sure to go to iTunes, review us, give us a five star review if you feel like doing so. So that always is helpful for us. You know, send us an email at fantasyfootballprofit at gmail.com. We'll get back to you with any, who knows, any questions you might have. There's, I mean, we're a little bit away from fantasy football season, so I don't really know how much there is to talk about now, but maybe you have a question or two you can get to us and we'll get back to you. But how about we start this little top ten list I got here, Jeff. Let's do it. Jeff does not know the list. As we like so to do. I'll, I'll I like go to from ten to one. And my order's a little bit out there. But it's all over the place, kind of. This is kind of – I don't know if it's a very good order. This is kind of just how I think it's going to happen. It's just it's, <laughs> I don't want to it's not, the t- it's not the a great order. Is, I don't know. It's just kind of how I'm feeling about these right now. So yeah. number 10, which this is why I say I don't know if I like the order necessarily because I have him a little bit lower my number 10 guy than a lot of people might, is still Corey Coleman. He's on my list yet. I oh, think okay. he's going to break out yet. He has all the tail in the world. My worry is the Cleveland Browns. It's just his team worries me. I think out of, I mean, he's one of those receivers that showed flashes that he could be good. But what? It, who's gonna throw the ball to him next year? So that's my that's my worry about if he's gonna be able to actually break out or not. Mm-hmm. He'll be a second year receiver. He has a good. You'll have a good one across the way in prior with him. Still have a pretty solid running back in Isaiah Crowell. Yeah, Who, I, who's gonna throw the ball to him though?
1: Yeah, I, I totally agree with you, but at the same time. Terrell Pryor did fine with having crappy quarterback play all, yep. all... And it's very true. I was just reading a report on him. They said that even if they couldn't work out a long-term deal with Pryor, they're probably going to put the franchise tag on him. So yep. you're not worried about Col- you know Coleman being out there all on his own. I, I don't mind that one at all. I, I think yep. we're banking on his you know draft stock a bit, but at the same time... With that team, you know he's going to get plenty of chances because yeah. you know, it's not like they have an
0: abundance of well, <laughs> weapons. And I think part of like his ten, number 10 ranking actually shows that we've kind of dropped on him a little bit because earlier in the year he would have been in my top five. Yeah. If he would show
1: some, I, th- I feel like we haven't seen anything from him outside the ordinary. Yeah. So yep. I-, I agree
0: with that. Number 10 is a good spot for him. I my think. number nine is going to be CJ Proceis. I really liked the little bit we saw from Prosize there before he got hurt. He looked really good when he finally got some work there for about a game game and a half. Rawls is the starter, but mm-hmm. I could definitely see kind of a 50-50 workload with Prosize being the guy who's out there catching passes and he was a former college receiver, so he can catch the ball. He could get a lot of work and not be the starter and still be potential to really break out there. I just I really like the way he played and I'm not I'm not sold 100% on Thomas Rawls. And I don't really think Seattle is, necessarily. Because they were playing pro-size a lot. I think they really liked the guy. The injury really set him back. We don't know what would have happened. But I think they're going to get... It could be something like a 50-50 workload between the two next year.
1: Um, I mean, yeah, I think that would be... Are you a little more sold on Rawls? Yeah, yeah I'm not I sold on Rawls. See. But, but, um, I'm not. I'm not. And, and that's fine. I'm just not sold on pro-size, to be honest. I uh, He did do well when he had the limited, yep. you know, but... Rawls looked really good when he finally got healthy. Obviously, they got you know they let Christian Michael go, which makes me believe they truly do believe in Rawls, and that may mean yep. they believe in Procyse as well because they need a backup. Um, I, I think Rawls is going to get the majority of the carries, but you do bring up a good point about how he's very good catching the ball. Um, but I guess my question is: Is Seattle going to change their offense up a lot? Because you know, in the days of you know Lynch. They ran the ball hard nose a lot
0: and that's Rawls 100%. The, but the thing is I think Rawls is injury prone. He, I I, that's, do, I yes, think that's where the worry I think worry, that's, I think that's where well. the worry comes in. He seems to get hurt a lot. Yeah.
1: Well, I can't argue with that because he's been the yep. lead back for what 2 years and he's been hurt half of
0: that. Yep. And yeah, I I like I like the player. I know it's it's not much workload not much we saw there and he was a later pick. And so I mean, there's definitely question marks, but he's only down at number nine, I guess. So I just think if even if he gets to be that third down back and plays like that, he's going to get chances, and he might show some things. And PPR-wise, I think he'd be even better player than standard leagues because he will get catches, I believe. So I'm going to move on to number eight, and I'm going to cheat a little bit here at number eight. It's, I got two players at the number eight spot, <laughs> so I'm, I'm cheating a little bit here. Are they on the same team? No, they're not. Oh. But they're similar in a way. They're one. They're both receivers. One's going to be a second-year guy. One's going to be a third-year guy. It's Josh Doxson and Kevin White. Guys we haven't really seen. Yet. Gotcha. Both injuries have pretty much derailed them. I mean, Kevin White pretty much completely. Yeah. And Doxson really, too, last year. Oh, yeah. You didn't see him at all. I like both of these players a lot. I really, really like these guys. But... I don't know what they're gonna what's gonna happen. If Alshon does move on from the Bears, Kevin White has that chance to step in to be a number yeah. one receiver, though. I, say, I like Kevin White's uh, chances better because yep. I don't know what's going to happen
1: with Deshaun Jackson it, that, or that, then, and Garcon. If
0: Jackson and Garcon he move still, on, he
1: might still have yeah. If they do, but if they sign them both yep. for whatever ungodly reason, yep. they would have three
0: guys yep. over Doxon. That, and... So, yep. but that's why these two are kind of in those similar spots. Guys ahead of them might be leaving. They're both they haven't really played. Yeah. Dachson could be the number two, three behind. You know, behind what's Crowder and another guy. If yeah. if, if they keep Jackson or Garcon, one of the two. I don't see him keeping yeah. both.
1: Yeah, my guess is he's gonna be the number three. But yep. I, he just hasn't been healthy at all. I don't know why. Yep. I just Kevin White is um, a bigger, kind of a better athlete. Yep. Uh, I don't think he's probably as well put together of a wide receiver, but I haven't seen him play for two years. No, so. no
0: one. And he was a, what was he, a top-ten pick in the draft? Yeah.
1: That's- I mean, he was, a, he was a beast at West Virginia. Yep. So I, I am kind of interested to see how he turns out, but then again, we don't know who's throwing to him either. And if Elshon's not across the way to help him out, you know, it's, I mean, you're it's against true. the number one
0: CB. It, it could become a very
1: it like, really long
0: could. year. I like both of them to get as a Flyers late in drafts. Those are two guys I'm going to look to get because I think they'll be out there, and they should be. They should be very cheap. Yeah, you know, and I like. I think Kevin White will be drafted more often than Doxon. Dachson, oh, that's without a doubt. Without a problem, I, I like Doxon. I liked him this past year. Man, I picked him up in our dynasty league, yeah. uh, so and I actually I, have, I own both of these guys in our dynasty league. Just a <laughs> disclaimer there, I own both Dox
1: and White, like, so I kind of yeah. Did either. you get White in the draft? I
0: did two years. I drafted Man. White, so you've been holding on to him for a while. I have. I'm hoping it works out. I passed up some, you know, solid running backs for him. I missed out on David Johnson even that year. He, okay, David Johnson wasn't a consideration that where I was picking, but now I really wish I would. <laughs> right. Wish I had the foresight. All right, number seven, and guess what? I'm cheating again. I'm cheating again. I got two players. in <laughs> <seven>. <laughs> hey, or is It's this, my list. Is this, is this your top 20 list? It's my list. I can do what I want with my list. My number seven are two running backs. They're okay. both going to be second-year guys. It's Wendell Smallwood and Paul Perkins. Okay. Kind of similar situations again. They're <sighs> both... The person the, don't like either of these guys. <laughs> either do I. I'm not a huge gonna, but fan, but they're going to yeah. have... The workload. Most likely, they're going to have that opportunity. It, I mean, obviously, Giants are already going to move on from yep. Jennings. So Perkins, they must right have about liked that. what they saw from Perkins at the end of the year when he got more time. Yeah. In Smallwood, it looks like I really think the Eagles are going to move on from Matthews and Sproles, both of them. And even if they keep Sproles, he's not going to be their every down guy. Mm-hmm. Smallwood is going to get that opportunity. I mean, they might not make it work, but they're both going to get that chance next year. I think. Yeah, I really do. True. And that's why they're so on like, the list. It's more of a, it's just an opportunity. It's one, and one of these two could break, not maybe uh, be some amazing player, but could be a good running back two for you. It, and this could be two guys you could get for cheaper too. I, I don't, there's not many people out there that are really loving these players, obviously. So there are guys that could be starting running backs that you could get in a draft, in an auction draft for maybe 10 bucks even. If you could pull that off, that's nice to get a starting running back as your third or fourth yeah. for cheap. That's what I'd Go after that for sure. I just – man, I don't know. Paul Perkins, I, I feel like you
1: – I don't know why I feel this way, but I feel like you're right about him getting the workload. Smallwood, I feel like he won't go in being – I, the lead back. I feel like at the best 50 50, but I feel like you're right. I feel like Latavius Murray or one of the rookies is a perfect landing spot there. Yep. So I, for some reason, I just don't think he's going to get full crack. But for I think Paul Perkins might, but I'm still not a big fan. But if he gets that many runs, he'll, he will be beneficial to have for the first five games at least. Oh, yeah. So that, that'll be good.
0: Yeah, and that's one of the, yeah, you'll get a couple weeks out of them before they might realize, oh, wait, these guys aren't any good. Right. And I think, honestly, I think that's the way it's going to go. One of the two is going to be good. One of the two's not. And I don't even know good. It's it just they have opportunity, and I believe they're both going to get that chance. They're going to give every chance in the world to those two guys to be their starters next year. So that's why I went there. And number six, well, Jeff, I cheated again. It's <laughs> my last one. You have another two? This is my last one. What, do you have three on this one? I, got, I don't. I, actually got, I have five players in this, <laughs> this spot. So I guess my top ten list turned into a top 13 list. <laughs> But again, there's a reason for it. It's not just random. Like both of these, you know, there's a reason. They, there's the more players. My number six is Jalen Rashard and DeAndre Washington. Oh, okay, yeah. It, whoever emerges, and I don't know, I don't know what's going to happen there. No. It might just be a fifty-fifty work split. I don't, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. Are the Raiders going to get somebody else? They might. They're not going to get a free agent. They might look in the draft. I, I have a feeling they're going to run with those two guys. It, it seems that way. If you're not re-signing Latavius Murray.
1: I highly doubt you're going to... I feel like you're going to beef up that D. Your offense is fine, right? Yep. I yep. mean, unless you go off and get some prime-time tight end you really like or something, or a, a wide receiver to really beef it up. But um, I think you, you run with those guys. And you, last year, I really thought Washington was going to be the guy. I had him in every draft, like really late for nothing. I thought he was going to like find a way to do it, and he didn't. Yep. So I'm... Um, I, I, would tend to stay with my pick and go Washington. Me but too. I am kind yeah. of worried that because of that, like I, I really backed him last year and he didn't do anything. You know, I am afraid that maybe he's not the guy. Maybe Richards is the way to go. I don't know.
0: I would, I would lean towards Washington. That's kind of where I'd be going I with too. it. I, you know, it's not like it's. I have you know. Yeah, but neither of those great. guys are. Big backs either. No, they're not. They're both kind of more of like a change of pace back in a way. Yeah. So it makes me wonder are the Raiders going to go after running back in the draft? Not first, second round, obviously I mean, third, re- fourth round. I guess the question is, do you really need a bruiser? Like just, if, they if might you get just, one just to be for the short
1: yardage yeah. stuff. They might you not. Know, you might not get that much work. I mean, but you could it, just use a fullback like the Green Bay does, right? You could. So they might already have. So they might not need it at all, and both of those guys would be great if they catch it in space. And yep. if you really turn that turn that offense over to Carr, full blown now. This what third year? Yep, um, I think third or fourth year. Now. Fourth. Yeah. So yeah, fourth if you year, if you want to open it up, I think that's the perfect way. You know. Uh, I, I kind of like I kind of like the fact that they're moving away from Latavius Murray, even though I think he's a phenomenal athlete. I just don't, think but I need, don't think it necessarily helps them that much. I don't think you need to pay for the running back position, no, I, Unless I, you're getting one of those top rather, top guys. Yeah, take that money and throw it at defense, and you know, really decide to compete with that division. No, I agree.
0: All right, number five. Now this is legit. Now my top five no, is, is just, there, There's five players. My number five is Brashard Perriman. Oh, I like that one a lot. And it' a lot to do with the fact that Steve Smith is gone. I think Mike will also p- p- might be gone as well. And
1: you know? he's not.
0: He's, he's near. I mean, he, he's great at getting down the field. That I, think that. The, I think they're going to move on from him. And yeah. I think Rashad Behrman's going to be the number one receiver there. I it, really do. Even if he's not, he's going to be if, the, if the if he's not, guy. He, if he's not, he's number two behind Kamar Aiken. He's going to be ahead of Kamar Aiken. He has yeah. more talent than Aiken does. And you finally saw him coming around. I mean, he's another
1: one where injuries derailed. Him. Was he the same year as Kevin White? Yeah. So, injury derailed with,
0: him as well. With all these receivers, feels yeah. like.
1: And so, Perriman's a guy that I, I picked up in a few leagues at the end just kind of to watch and, you know. But uh, I, I like him a lot. He's going to get a ton of opportunity. He's the kind of wide receiver that Flacco loves, you know, the, you know not the flashy speed guy like the Bolden's hooked up with for forever. Yep. Passing wise. I'm going to start a. Start a start some some gossip,
0: but no, that, um, no I like that. I, I like that pick a lot. Yeah, I think I think he's gonna have a breakout season. I th- really have a, you know, I, I hope the guy stays healthy. I, I would really, like to actually you know, a see what of these does. guys, like Dachson and White, and even Coleman was hurt, and pros like all these guys so far. Basically, everybody on this list except the Smallwood Perkins and the, the running back, like they've been hurt. I don't know what's going on in the NFL. Just everybody, and these are young guys getting hurt all the time. So. Hopefully that stops. Number four, I got another wide receiver. This one, he wasn't on the list earlier in the year. Now he's kind of jumped up my list. Malcolm Mitchell. Ooh, I like it a lot.
1: Well, okay, I might be a little (laughs) the playoff. The playoff, exactly,
0: and that's probably part of it. But he is just—he's a different type of receiver for the Patriots. Obviously, different. He's not one of those white slot receivers like they have. They need somebody like Mitchell on the outside.
1: It's going to be Mitchell, or it's going to be. Uh, Who was the third wide receiver in that? Not Edelman and Amendola. Hogan? Hogan, thank you. Yeah, I mean, Hogan can get down the field, so they do need a bigger play guy, and I think Malcolm Mitchell could be it. That's why I like Hogan as well. I don't know if he shows up. Mitchell
0: started turning on at the end of the regular season, too. He had those weeks, a bunch Mm -hmm. of weeks in a row there, where he was really getting a lot of catches every single week. And, And you see Amendola... He came up big in the playoffs,
1: but he does not really get a whole lot of looks during the season. No, not at all. I mean, he's he's one of these guys that is constantly injured. Uh, obviously, Edelman's always the number one focus. He can kind of do it all, but one of those guys is kind of gonna come up big, yep. and I, I I don't mind at all. Malcolm Mitchell has been one of those guys that you keep hearing about. Kind of every year he's been in the league. When is he gonna break out? When's he gonna break out? Um, I think he, he finally has that chance to do it.
0: So I, I really like that pick. Yeah, I, I I like his potential, and I think it's another guy you can probably get for a low price. No, Yeah, you should be able to get him and, for near next to nothing. And Yeah, you probably get him for less than you can get Perriman for next year, and even Kevin White and Coleman. You should be able to get him less, and I think he has better potential. He's on a better team mm-hmm. with a better quarterback, obviously, just a better situation overall. It's, the question is... Is he going to be the number three guy? I, he's going to be one of those outside guys. He's going to be probably Hogan and in Mitchell on the outside with the, like Edelman in the slot. That's kind of what it's going to be like. He'll be out there as a starter, I believe. Just is he going to get all the, the balls thrown to him now with Gronk out there too again? So it's true. That's, he uh, just, he did all this without Gronk. Yeah. And so.
1: now that he has a couple of years under his belt, because the big thing about the Patriots offense is if you're not running precise routes, if you're not if you don't have your head on straight, they will bench you. It doesn't matter how talented yep. you are. So and I think that kind of were a lot of those guys um, I can't remember all their names but there was like four of them that kind of went through in the past three years and Malcolm Mitchell is one of them and that's why he kind of came in and out because they just weren't getting the job done and if you're running two yards farther than you should Brady is going to take your head off so uh, I like it I think he finally has the the know-how the understanding in order to play the game there at the Patriots so uh, one of those guys will come up big I I think you're rolling the dice. I think you might be onto something with Malcolm
0: Mitchell. Number three is my only tight end on the list, so you could probably guess who that is. Hunter, of course. Yeah, Hunter Henry, and he was on my list early in the year. And I don't think we've actually heard Gates is gone, right? Like, has it actually been official? Right, he's <laughs> until, gone. Right, until they
1: actually <laughs> tell me Gates is gone, I'm just assuming
0: he's going to be a, a TV vulture. But if if with Gates is gone, Hunter Henry could be a really big-time receiver. He, he could be a top I, five in the NFL next year. It
1: blows my mind that he wasn't bigger this year.
0: Like, I kept he hyping had that stretch him early where yeah. he was looking great,
1: and it just kind of tailed off well, a little bit. Well, even, even, even at the end when he was only catching one to two balls a but game, was he was top. catching touchdowns.
0: I think he is going to have a big season. I really think he's going to be one of those – top tight ends but the thing is he's not unknown he's gonna actually go for not a lot of money tight ends don't but he's gonna go for maybe he's gonna go more more than a dollar in an auction draft
1: yeah and you're hoping that he doesn't get a whole lot of hype in the offseason which i have a feeling especially
0: especially if yeah especially if gates announces retirement he's gonna and then my number two and my number one are actually the same number two and one i had back in november it's derrick henry number two he's I really think he's going to really break out next year, and it's going to be at least a 50-50 split with him and Murray, if not more Henry side. I, I just see Murray's what, almost 30, 29, 30 years old. He has a lot of carries under the belt. He's going to drop off a little bit, or they're just going to stop using him as much to keep him healthier. You saw at the end of this year he slowed down a bit from what he did at the beginning of the year. He wasn't the same at the end that he was no, early he, in the and year. He
1: got a lot more carries than I thought he was going to, with yep. Henry already backing him up. so And we've been talking about this yep. how long. I, I Absolutely. I think 50/50 better for the team. Helps out Henry. It will hurt Murray's stock a bit. That's why I probably won't go for him cuz he'll go for too much. Yep. But um yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, they, and Henry, oh my god, man. You watch that guy run? Yep. He
0: is a freak. Like just a freight train. that's the same. I'm not going to draft him probably cuz he's going to go for, people are going to think he's going to break out like we yeah. do and he's going to go for a lot more than I'm willing to pay for a guy who actually hasn't done it yet. Yep. I'm just not I don't like paying for those people who haven't done it yet. And number one, I would head him earlier in the year. Could have dropped him. He had some injuries, again, towards the end. Devontae Parker. I like this guy a lot. I really think he's a great receiver. And he really showed flashes that he could be really, really good. Is Now, is, is Tannehill going to be decent enough? Is Tannehill still going to be back in Miami? I think he will be, and hopefully he's okay. Um, throwing the ball to Parker. He has good receivers along with him out there with Landry. J.H.I. at running back. Pretty solid offense. So. Yeah, there's there's a lot going on like in golfers. That's, that's only
1: I do. I like Parker's upside. I just I don't know if he fully is putting it all
0: together. Yeah, yet. It, I think he, out he of might still player, be a year out. I still think he has the most talent out of this list, and that's why I'm going to put him number one. And again, I don't know if I'm going to. That's the problem, though. He's somebody in your league is probably going to like him more than they should yet, and he's going to go for a lot more. Like with these kind of guys, they're breakout players for a reason. It means they haven't done it yet. So I don't want to pay too big of money for any of these guys. I want to get those guys at the end of the draft, like, for a dollar. I want to get Doxson and Kevin White for nothing and Perkins and Smallwood as starting running backs for nothing. I want those kind of guys. Prashar Perriman. That's Mm -hmm. one I really like to get because I think you can get him for cheap and you can get him at a good price and he really could break out. I I don't think he
1: has as high of a uh, ceiling as, like, a Devontae Parker or something. No, but... But I think he's going to be consistent enough right out the gate, which a lot of these guys... And which is tough because if they're the last person on your bench, and you're gonna have to wait four weeks to figure it out, which most of these guys you will probably, yep. you're gonna probably have to get rid of them to get a new defense, a new tight end. So um, th- that's where the the issue comes in if you have multiple of these ones. You're yep. you're kind of you know <laughs>
0: choosing and, and guessing at the end. Well, that's it for my list. My top ten slash thirteen. And Jeff, anybody I missed that you can think of here? Oh man,
1: um, I know there's somebody uh, I missed, but yeah. I mean, there's so many guys. I, I liked everyone on your list. I mean, you paired them up. Otherwise, maybe I would have something like uh, a Paul Perkins. I would think would be like lower or Smallwood. Yeah, but um, now I mean, especially those those top guys. Uh, Parker's great. Uh, Hunter Henry, I've been singing his praises forever. So I'm gonna be crushed if he doesn't finally do it this this upcoming year. Um, but no, there's there's a ton, and it's really funny to see how many of these guys are coming off injury. So you will be able to steal them, yep. and they're coming in, and that's I think that's the interesting part. They're coming in and they're going to be the number two wide receiver, the number one running back. That's pretty unheard of when you have nothing like no stats to go off exactly. of. Exactly. So it's a very it's gonna be kind of a weird year that aspect because I I don't remember another time when so many injuries are going to play a role. No, oh, I know
0: it's gonna be interesting. That's for sure. Always is. You just that's part of it. You don't know who's gonna win your league by getting a couple of these guys and have them break out. So mm-hmm. just got to pick the right ones. And hopefully, when we get more to August and July and August, we'll actually maybe have a little better idea who these guys are going to be. <laughs> maybe they'll have our breakout play We'll probably do another breakout players list in like oh, August. Yeah, I'm sure when we have a little bit more, you know, especially idea of what's going
1: on. Especially after the draft, when no. you see those two big running backs go, yeah. it f- could f-
0: overshadow someone. Well, that is it for our Top 10 Breakout Players edition of the show. We'll be back with another episode this week. Make sure to go on Twitter. Follow us at Profit, and we will see you guys next time.